Warning! This podcast is different from other podcasts. These episodes contain dangerous choices, perilous tangents, and unwavering silliness. The choices made on this podcast may lead to success or disaster. But remember, you are responsible because you choose to listen. Good luck. podcast where three grown-ups spend about 10 minutes coming up with porn names and then try and beat a children's game. I'm Ian. I'm Chris. And I'm Mark. I'm really glad Chris didn't say penis ding. <laughs> what, what was it? What was it? I believe it was penis dingums. Penis dingums. <laughs> okay, and that's a clean cut. Today we're going to read Statue of Liberty Adventure, Choose Your Own Adventure, book number 58 by Ellen Kushner. Who dat? Uh, you know, I think this might be uh, uh, our very first Ellen Kushner joint. Mm-hmm. Is that um, Jared's mom? I hope not. That would ex- I mean, Statue of Liberty Adventure, it's set in New York. Yeah. All right, over and under 1900, Statue of Liberty creation date. Way before 1900. I think it's definitely before, before 1900. Chris? I'm going to go under. 1800. Uh, above. I think it's, it's above 1800. Mm-hmm. A- agreed. God damn it. I know we sometimes skip these, but uh, the third testimonial by Karen Hay, age 10, cannot be missed. Oh, Jesus. She says, oh, and I God. quote, I was suffocated twice, buried alive, and had a spell put on me all in one night. So that's good, I guess. And then the next one comes from an English teacher, which feels... <laughs> an English teacher from Frogmore School, which sounds yeah. so fake. It's, yeah. it's just Michael Caine in... The Cider House Rolls. The Frogmore School is a secret abortion clinic? Yeah. Weird. Chris, yeah. you know a lot about ha- you know a lot about Hampshire. You know what they say, Frogmore, baby less. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you laugh at that? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, you have you can't take care of a kid, not with your busy schedule. You got so many frogs. Oh, here we go. Special warning. Burp, burp, burp. Uh, one of your choices involves a rhyming riddle that you'll be asked to memorize. Oh, no, if, no, no, if no. If memorizing no. things is not your strong point, you'd better write down the page number when you do find the riddle because you may be needing it again. Well, that's cheating. Good luck. Uh, you know, this is, this is good. We can redeem ourselves. There have been multiple cases of rhyming spells. Mm-hmm. And as I recall, every time we've, we haven't remembered them. Yeah, we remembered the flavor of it. Maybe not every fucking word, but we're not, you know, mind readers or whatever. We're not people with brains and the ability to store information in them. Yeah. Here we go. Yes. As your fairy draws nearer to the little island, the figure of the woman looms larger and larger above you. The Statue of Liberty is enormous. Oh, sure. You've seen bigger buildings since you've come on your class trip to New York City. The Empire State Building, for one. But none of them was shaped like a giant woman with a crown holding up a torch. Yeah, it's not a good use of space. How many offices can you fit in that broad? Like, not very many. Yeah, but you could charge a lot for them. You could. You could. Also, is this another one, kind of like the Statue of Zeus, that, like, it's full of rats? I think since it's made of metal and also built in after 
the 1800s, uh, it probably isn't as full of rats as the Statue of Zeus. That was made of wood and ivory and gold. I mean, plenty of buildings built in the last century are full of rats. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, just given, given, given the location, it's probably full of, of rats. Yeah, I mean, there's that like inscription on the bottom that says, give me your rats, your gross, gross rats, and I'll take them in. I don't know much about the Statue of Liberty. Oh, shit, is that, the, is that the rhyming riddle we're going to have to memorize? Because I think that's a whole poem. Because I already don't know it. Suddenly, a voice in your ear hisses, Ho, 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 it's the Jolly Green Giantess. Ugh. It's... Sn- Snakes McGee. It's Kay Mallet, the perfect kid. Huh. <laughs> Kay has beautiful golden hair and big blue eyes and a forked tongue and a tendency to worship Satan. Yeah, and no arms or legs. <laughs> she is always the first one in class to raise her hand with the right answer. All adults love Kay. As far as they're concerned, she can't do anything wrong. Kay kicks you sharply in the leg. Cool. I love how this author is inspiring us to hate Kay by making her a good student. Yeah. Kay, Kay is so smart. And it's working. Boo-hoo. Yeah. Well, she also kicks you in the leg and hisses at you. Like, she's not... There's plenty of smart kids that are also assholes. Yeah, but this, this is the perfect kid. She's yeah. perfect, guys. The book says she's perfect. That's canon. Yeah. It's probably our fault. We probably deserved to kick in. Yeah, we did something to her. We don't know what it is, but we're sorry. Yeah, sorry, Kay. If it were anyone else but Kay, you'd kick back. But getting into fights with Kay never does any good. The teachers always come and break them up and explain to you how it was all your fault. How many fights do you get in with Kay? The teachers always come and break them up? Like, is this kid getting assaulted on a regular basis? Also, Kay's probably a perfect fighter, so we're losing every time, right? Yeah. Watch it, mallet, you mutter. Kay opens her big green, her big, Kay opens oh no! the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> <laughs> Benevolent power mistress. No, Chris, is, Chris has never gotten to do it. Chris has never gotten to, you know, give him something. It is fun. <laughs> it is. Kay opens her big blue eyes extra wide. Why? What's the matter? You don't answer, and then there's silence as the noise of the boat's engines dies. You're pulling into the dock at Liberty Island. Come on, kids! It's your teacher, Miss Linkowski, trying to get your class all together and off the tour boat. Slowly, all 25 of you gather into a group. Hey, Ian, how's that track with uh, class size nowadays? <laughs> uh, well, so my classes are pretty small. 25 seems right. If you're like a middle school, uh, 25 might might be right. It seems kind of light. Now, how many of you could afford a field trip to New York City? That might just be 25. Mm, that's fair. Also worth noting, Miss Linkowski is MS period, which in sort Ooh. of common American parlance might suggest that she is unmarried. She is available. She is single and ready to mingle. With lots of jostling, you make your way onto the island. You can't help noticing that no matter who's pushing whom, Kay Mallet always manages to stay right next to you. And you can't help noticing no one else sees Kay Mallet. (laughs) You can't help notice her slither her way around your throat and begin to constrict. Right. You feel like Kay Mallet is inside of you when when you can't see her. You're Kay Mallet and it's Fight Club. It is. Oh, God, yes. She's just so perfect. She's got that Brad Pitt look and that Brad Pitt voice. What's the Project Mayhem turn, though? Are we going to see her, like, mechanize the Statue of Liberty and, like, march no, it? No, we're here to blow up the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, to reset all the debts to zero, because the Statue of Liberty is where the debts are kept. Eh, next to the rats. Statue of Zeus was full of rats. What's a modern-day rat? It's money. Mm-hmm. Money is rats. It's a, so it's this is full of money. It's a pestilence on our society. Yeah. 
On Liberty Island, your class is met by Kathy, the park ranger, who explains all about the statue to you. Okay. Here, here it go, comes. Guys. Yes, 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 yes. The statue mm -hmm. was supposed to arrive in 1876 in honor of the United States Centennial, yeah. but it took so long to raise the money for the statue that it wasn't in place until October 1886. Boom! Got it in the decade! What did we bet? $100? Yeah, it was a million dollars. I think we were all on the same side of the bet, though, so... We all <laughs> owe each other $100. By listening to this podcast, you accepted the other side of the bet. We're on Venmo. If you don't believe us, look in the... Uh, episode description. Which we have yet to write, but we shall definitely remember to put in there. Who's it a statue of? A girl named Eileen asks. <laughs> Nobody knows whose face the statue has, Kathy tells her. Oh, that's a weird, that's a weird way of saying that. <laughs> That's a weird, like, the, stat, the statue's holding a bloody face, yeah. but nobody knows whose face the statue has. It's made of 90% copper, 10% flesh. <laughs> Armstrong. <laughs> flesh Armstrong. Did you know that its original name was Liberty Enlightening the World? Why would we have known that? We came here to learn that. Asking if you know something is a nice way of telling someone something. You know, it's like, I'm not going to presume you're an idiot, but just in case, here's some knowledge. I don't know. If it's a rhetorical question that you give the answer to, aren't you also presuming they're an idiot? Hey, Ian, did you know that some people care about manners? <laughs> Mark, that you're doing it right now, Mark. I feel so p p patronized. Yeah, but what if he had just said, hey, Ian, you fucking idiot. Some people care about manners. That would have that's been a ruder, good point. Right? Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, we're looking at two ends of the spectrum here. Mm -hmm. If a tour guide says, hey, you fucking idiot kids, uh, <laughs> this thing used to be called Liberty Enlightening the World. Get your shit straight. Look here, we shit birds. I see you with those dipping dots. I swear to God, I find one of those tiny little dipping dots on the floor. I'm going to make you eat a rat. P.S. Liberty Enlightening World. Uh, that's the original name of the statue. Keep moving. Keep moving. <laughs> Look, you disgusting little bastards. Just climb inside the flesh monster so we can get this over with. <laughs> with, your, with your grubby hands and your wandering eyes. Is that because of the light of the torch? You ask. Yes. The torch and the rays of her crown, which are supposed to represent freedom, radiating back across the ocean to Europe and Africa. Retroactively, I hope. Yeah, whoops. Whoops-a-doodles. Yeah. Hey, uh, can we, uh, climb up in the torch? Somebody in the back of you asks. Interesting that we know Eileen's name. Maybe this isn't a kid. It's just, like, another random uh, tourist. Mm, yeah, true. Makes sense. To, to ask this dude his name. Turn to page eight. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Richie, I'm, I'm from Hoboken. It's uh, really my first time in the city. Uh, it's very beautiful. I'm not supposed to talk to strangers, even though strangers are kids. I... I just kind of kept that life advice with me through adulthood, so yeah. fuck off, you little bastard. <laughs> I think our parents ingrained in us a fear of strangers that's so strong that it, uh, it sort of crippled us socially. So um, I haven't, uh, so haven't been able to make any connections with any human beings uh, throughout yeah. my life, including this moment. It sounds like I'm, I'm burdening myself to you, but I feel nothing. Yeah. <laughs> this is, I've memorized this speech. I could, I could recite it in my sleep. <laughs> it's like I'm talking to a dog. I just have, I have zero emotional, uh, you know, uh, investment in this. This is, this is a tape recorder. I just have my finger on the play button. It's about to yeah. end. Oh. Yeah. That, that was it. <laughs> Come uh, on, Eileen. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> oh, I taped over my radio tape. With <laughs> this stupid message. I knew I should have stayed at home. Fuck this statue. I hate liberty anyways.
Liberty's torch has been closed to the public since 1916. Ah, some kids say. Kathy says, oh, he'll do plenty of climbing before the day is over. <laughs> yeah, menacingly. Yeah, tapping her fingers <laughs> together like a cartoon villain. As she kicks you to the bottom of a dark staircase. Yeah, hold on tight. Pulls the lever and the trap door into Statue of Liberty Island opens up. <laughs> The statue is 151 feet high. That's like a 12-story building. It rests on a pedestal 89 feet high made of iron and concrete. Oh, Chris, are you writing any of these numbers down? It feels like we're going to need these numbers. No, none of them have rhymed. I think we're good. Uh, I don't know. You'll do plenty of climbing before the day is over. The statue is 100 timing 10 feet tall. It's a good point. Chris, we don't know if it's going to rhyme until Mark's done. And so. it's it's contains a sofa. That's like a 12-story building. It rests on the killing of some natives. Am I having a stroke? <laughs> no, it all makes perfect sense to me. I oh, mean, okay, Manhattan, good. So Manhattan I, was basically oh taken. Uh, Kings of New York. Uh, <laughs> you can take an elevator to the foot of the statue. Wait, Mark, was that a... Escape from New York joke with Isaac Hayes? Because he's, he's the Duke of New York. It was definitely a Gangs of New York joke. You know that movie, Gangs of New York? Yeah, with uh, Cameron Diaz. Daniel Day-Lewis. A really good Cameron Diaz movie where she does the best acting. Like, he's pretty forgettable. I can't ever believe him, but Cameron Diaz. <laughs> Noted method actor. He was some kind of meat monger. I forget. Yeah, he's a butcher. He's uh, Bill the Butcher. It was the joke, Chris. <laughs> God damn it. Let's go. Leroy Barth shouts. First, Kathy says, I'll take you inside the pedestal to see the American Museum of Immigration. Guys, so far, this is just a tour simulator. Yes, yeah, is a uh, rather boring, but I'm sure it'll pick up. Why do you think we got Leroy Barth's entire full name? Leroy Barth. <laughs> That, because, yeah, Leroy Barth insists that you call him Leroy Barth every time you refer to Leroy Barth. Yeah, that's a good point. Kathy leads you inside Liberty's Pedestal. The American Museum of Immigration has exhibits about more than 40 different nations and religions whose people came to the United States seeking freedom. Lots of kids in your class have grandparents or great-grandparents who came from the old world. They run around looking at the exhibits and shouting, That's a me! I'm Italian! Or... That Swedish guy looks just like my brother. I don't That's know. weird. On the page, it just says bork, 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 bork. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mark, you can read Swedish. I don't really have a Swedish accent uh, up my sleeve, yeah. so. <laughs> you stare at a picture of a ship full of immigrants in 1907, crowded together and looking at the photographer with dark, frightened eyes. Oh. Wait, the photographer has dark, frightened eyes? How would we know that, Ian? I don't know. It could be a picture of somebody looking at somebody taking a picture. Well, it's not. It describes that it's not that. <laughs> um, right in front is a kid who looks really familiar, just like some of your relatives. Could you have found a picture of some of your immigrant ancestors? White people are so desperate for culture <laughs> <laughs> that they will see anything <laughs> when they look at a group full of immigrants. Right. Don't you think this guy looks kind of like me? That's the fortune teller robot. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know, a little bit, right? <laughs> yeah, that's actually one of those machines you put a quarter in to see a far distance, like those automated binoculars. That's nobody. That's nothing. That's a machine. I'm 10% in the booty. <laughs> Sharp fingers squeezing your arm make you jump. Checking out the livestock, 
says Kay. Oh, boy. Those people look like cattle waiting to be slaughtered. Come on. I've got something to show you. Yeah, hold the fucking phone. We nailed this voice. Guys, Mr. Sinister. Yeah, no, Kay Mallet is clearly like a... She's actually like a psychopath. Yeah, Yeah, she's a maniacal villain. This is something special. You're going to like this, and I... Ah... I need your help. Yeah, two two of us firing indiscriminately from atop the Statue of Liberty can kill twice as many people. If you go with Kay to find out what she wants, page 97, if you ignore her and go back to the picture, turn to page 109. Man, this is a good choice. If you want to become female Ted Bundy's first victim, turn to page 97. (laughs) Is that, Chris, is that your worry? Is that she's going to do us a damage and not that, like, we're going to see her sort of, like, skin collection? Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't go into a room with a serial killer. So do we want me to do more of this voice or do we want to do time travel? I think is the Ooh. choice. Ooh, oh, damn. If we look at the, wait, are you saying if we look at the picture, we're going to do a time travel? Yeah, I think the implication of the picture is like, this is actually you and there's a time travel vibe. Like in The Shining. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of want to time travel. I yeah, kind of don't give travel. a sh- shit about Kay Mallet. If we go back into the past, we can kill Kay Mallet before she becomes a serial killer. Before she becomes a snake person, a yaunty. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Is that from is that from Conan or Dungeons and Dragons? Possibly both, but I know it from Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Is it in Conan? I don't know. I've been trying all day to try and remember James Earl Jones's character's name from the first Conan. Ah, oh, fuck. He's that. He's that snake wizard. He's an evil snake wizard. Yep. And I I refuse to look it up. Do you want me to look it up for you and give you I, a hint? No, that would be no, because no. Okay. The kid in front, who looks like you, has dark eyes with tired circles under them. You stare into those eyes, trying to see the past in them. Suddenly, the floor lurches under your feet. Is it an earthquake? Has someone blown up the statue? Weird second choice. Weird second guess. It's just what Kay's been whispering into your ears while you've been passed out. (laughs) Whatever it is, you've lost your balance. You fall crashing to the floor. An angry voice says, Get that kid out of here! If I told you once, I told you a hundred times. If you can't keep your feet straight, you don't belong on deck. Mm. Cruel, cruel, but true. Calm down, Bill, says the man who's helping you up. Kid just ain't found those sea legs yet. Have you, kid? You are on the deck of a ship. Gray oh water stretches out as far as the eye can see. You, ha- you fell and hit your head very hard. The man called Bill is wearing a dark blue uniform with brass buttons. He looks you up and down and obviously doesn't like what he sees. Damn, foreigner, he mutters. We've been at sea three days already. Whoa. Guys, for real, it says damn foreigner in this Choose Your Own Adventure book. Yeah, it's dangerously close to a slur. Also, I just feel like if you hate foreigners, maybe... Don't drive the boat full of them? Right, that doesn't (laughs) seem like a good choice. Yeah, like, don't drive the boat that's purpose-built to carry foreign people to a new country well look look if i if i didn't do it it'd just be somebody else doing it so why shouldn't i do it maybe stick it up my country <laughs> if you demand to know what bill is talking about turn to page 110 if you try to get the kind man aside to ask him how you got here turn to 68 i think we could be thrown overboard at this point i think let's talk to bill i want to see if it'll throw us over this boat i really hope we get to the riddle that's the main thing that i want out of all this yeah, they really, they really teased a juicy rhyming mm-hmm. riddle. Yeah. You turn to Bill. I'm not a foreigner. I'm an American just like you. 
And Bill laughed loudly. Sure you are. And I'm President Roosevelt. I totally forgot what his accent was. That's okay. We just learned a new clue. He's, He's President, President Roosevelt. Roosevelt. Okay. I guess it depends on which Roosevelt it is, right? It's Bill Roosevelt, obviously. Oh, good point. The sympathetic man puts his hand on your shoulder. Don't worry, kid. Just because you didn't have the good fortune to be born in the land of the free don't mean you can't become a citizen once you get there. He glares at Bill. Now, Mickey, Bill says. Probably not his real name, probably a racial slur. <laughs> don't get riled up over nothing. I was just making a little joke. Yep, he says to you. You work real hard. You learn to talk English real good. And you'll be rich as J.P.E. Morgan. Good. All right. Bill's a villain and an asshole. <laughs> and he talks English real good. And a coward. Like, if you're going to be a shitbag, just stick yeah. by it, you know? Stick by it. Pick that kid up. He, See how far you can throw it. Is him. he afraid to beat up a kid? Like, what's his problem? Yeah. Well, you know what it is? Uh, whoever this character, who's definitely not named Mickey, is, must be much stronger than him. Right. Unbelievable as it seems, the evidence suggests you've traveled back in time! Exclamation point. Your face must be showing your mixed-up feelings because Bill says, Us sailors got work to do. Run along to your papa and mama, where you belong. But Mickey says softly to him, Watch it, Bill. Kid's an orphan. Ain't got no folks anymore. What the fuck? How do they know so much about you? You got orphan written all over you. Oh, no. Yeah, you do have those big orphan overalls they put you in. I thought you were going to say you... orphan eyes. You said orphan overalls. Those dark uh, orphaned eyes. <laughs> Are we the photographer? Uh, Hypnotized by those orphan eyes. (laughs) Are we doing the the angel bird joke again? (laughs) We are. really didn't take long for a podcast to just collapse into a singularity of self-reference. Yeah, we don't even have that much material. You wander back down the deck. A gangway leads down into the ship below decks. You could go down there and explore. You hear something that sounds like singing coming up the stairs. Mm. But on the other side of the cabin... From out on a deck toward the front of the ship, or aft? Bow? Bow? Bow. No. Bow. Aft, port, starboard, bow. Is it bow? No, remember when we got shot at? Guys, for another reference, hold on. You remember when we got shot at and we had the bow of the... Yeah, yeah. and the the bow of the ship. (laughs) The bow of the ship. Bye, bow. Anyways, you hear a burst of laughter. If you go below, page 40. If you go forward on deck, page 10. Uh, I don't give a shit. Chris, do you want laughter or singing? Laughter. All right. On the subject of singing, though, I'm really disappointed Eileen didn't have more lines. I was looking forward to doing all of her lines in that tune. (laughs) She just had the one. I don't know why we named her. Yeah. Well, uh, Eileen and Leroy? Jay LeGroy? LaBarth? (laughs) Yeah. Leboy Routh? Leboy McGoy? La La Marchand? Mark McGrath? Fox? The lament configuration. <laughs> what? These are just these are just Hellraiser words I know. <laughs> you follow the sound until you come to an enormous room. It looks like a space to hold cargo, but it's packed with people. The- Ooh, subtle commentary. <laughs> it's a it's a place to hold cargo. Yeah. Uh, they're everywhere, sitting on bundles, surrounded by suitcases, lying on makeshift mattresses made of clothes. Oh, that's not another comma. It's not surrounded by suitcases, lying on makeshift mattresses, <laughs> made of clothes. The people aren't made of clothes. This is good. I'm glad. Okay. Slithering about, shedding their skin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the singer, a big man with a beard, is sitting on a barrel. 
When he finishes the song, you hear some women softly crying. Ah, someone sighs. The songs of home. When will I ever see my little village again? Never, a man says harshly. <laughs> the past is dead. This book is brutal. This book is really fucking dark. Anyway, another voice says, America will be ten times better than your village. And oh, shut up. Shut up, Grigori. You're just saying that because your village is the worst. No, fuck your village. Your village had all those fucking water problems with the river overflowing. It, they weren't problems. They were blessings. Oh, they you were people because... shit in the river upstream for us. Shut up, Lawrence. We don't need yeah. your nonsense. Lawrence, if there's one thing we can agree to, it is that your village was the worst village. Lawrenceville was- is the pits. <laughs> oh, we're going to lose so many listeners from a small town in Georgia. Yeah, but we're going to pick up so many Snellvillians for their classic rivalry is. Yeah. Is that a real thing? I think it's a little bit of a thing. I think Lawrencevillians look down on Snellvillians. I think Snellville has, like, if you talk about high school rivalries, then there's definitely high school rivalries. Anyway, fuck Lawrence. Fuck Lawrence. Fuck Lawrence. Um, in America, you will be free to believe what you want to believe. You can be like flat earth for days and people just deal with it for the most part. <laughs> yeah. No soldiers were. No, 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 no. Benevolent power, mistress. He turns into uh, a. <laughs> That's what Chris was waiting for. He turns into a werewolf. Um, oh, God, everyone dies. <laughs> In America, there is no count to make you work in his fields instead of on your own to raise your taxes when his daughters need a new silk dress. We will all have silk dresses in America, cries a girl. (laughs) (laughs) A hearty bearded girl. We will all have silk dresses in America, cries an old man. (laughs) The streets are made of silk dresses. We will all have silk dresses in America, screams a silk dress. (laughs) That is because everyone there is rich, and the streets are paved with gold, and the lights of the city shine all night long. <laughs> I like that voice, and I wish yeah. that was our voice. Give give that man two arm crutches. I feel like that was an Ian voice that I ripped off. Uh, it's, a, it's Jimmy from South Park. <laughs> okay. If this is what these people believe, they're going to be disappointed when they get to New fucking York. <laughs> you wonder if you should tell them the truth. If you tell them about the shithole that is real America, turn to page 32. Why would you do that? If you let them keep... Yeah, it's not like they're going to turn the boat around this far in. Yeah. America is a racist country! If you let them keep talking, turn to page 92. I don't really want to hear them keep talking, though. This is yeah. boring. I do want to get thrown overboard at some point. Test our swimming skills. Yeah, actually the same. I kinda, I'm kind of. i hoping to get dinged for not having parents again. Also, hang on, before we read this, let's remember, we've never lived outside the United States. These people might be coming from very, very bad situations. It sounds like they're coming from fucking feudal Europe where they pay everything to account and, like, don't have any clothes to wear. So whatever the fuck we're about to say is going to sound real asshole Yeah, just hella, hella, what is it, Prima Noctis? Wherever, like, uh... The, the king Why do we keep wife? bringing up Prima Nocta? <laughs> Because it's the we, one, uh, th- it's the one thing from medieval times that I know. That right. and at the end, uh, the guy on the horse rears up the horse and yells, "Medieval times!" Yeah. So it's very much worth the thirty-five dollars. Brought to you it, by Pepsi. Listen, a falcon flies over you. It's worth any price. When I went to medieval times as a kid, my brother was really into the word "wench," and he insisted on calling our waitress that. <laughs> 
Rude. And I think her response was, you can call me witch, but I get to play with your food. So gross. That, that was pretty on point. <laughs> Listen, we've got plumbing and usually plenty of food and more opportunity than you're used to. Also, we have a robust public education system, uh, decent roads and bridges. I guess what I'm saying is you can just sit on your couch and entertaining stage shows just get beamed into your living room. Yeah, you don't even have to go anywhere. Look, guys, stick it out. There's a couple of WWs in there, but uh, once you get through those world wars, it's going to be very nice in Europe, actually. Don't call it the war to end all wars. That will jinx it. Yeah, you will be disappointed. Mm -hmm. Look here, people, you say. I don't want to be mean or anything, but don't get your hopes up. There's still poverty and everything, and um, I think women aren't allowed to vote yet. And I know there isn't any gold lying around. Ah, okay. <sighs> yes! A thin man with a scraggly beard and glasses steps forward. Listen to the child! Out of the mouths of babes comes wisdom! The and, and small teeth! And snakes! <laughs> snakes! It's Kay Mallet! She's traveled back in time to infect the past! Oh my god, that's not a beard, those are just snakes! Oh, God, he's like a reverse Medusa. A Mandusa. A uh, Mandusa. Uh, <laughs> are you Googling Mandusa? Yeah, it exists. Fuck, yeah. it's exactly what you think it is. First image result is a dude with beard snakes. Ah, beard man. snakes. <laughs> it's so good. Beard snakes it sounds like an actual health concern you have to look out for if your beard gets bushy enough. Yeah, well, you know how they call pubic lice crabs because it sounds better? Does it? But okay. I mean, it, is I, that the logic I, behind it? <laughs> Yeah, crabs is way better sounding than pubic lice. The United States is run by bougie capitalists. The bosses oppress the workers. Then why are you going there, Georgie? Someone asks. Someone named Michael Caine. Georgie doesn't even get the joke. He answers earnestly. Because in America, there is great political freedom. No one will put me in jail for what I think. I think women are crabs. <laughs> I think all dumb fish become crabs. Have you ever seen a crab and a fish in the same room? R regularly, all the time. What are you talking about? I think that our alien ancestors arrived on DC-8s. <laughs> I go to join my brother and sister anarchists. Together, we will blow up the evil bosses and create a paradise. You are all invited, he finishes with a grand gesture. Oof. As though he can invite us to America, the place yeah. we're already on a boat to. <laughs> I think he's inviting us to his uh, anarchist parties. Oh, okay. By the time you get to New York Harbor, you and Georgie have become... Friends. Impossible. You've never had a friend. You play your tape recorder message explaining why he can't be friends, but <laughs> he's just so enthralled by this crazy new wizardry you've produced. He also can't understand your Jersey accent. Georgie invites you to come and live with him and his fellow anarchists, and you accept. To your surprise, Georgie and his anarchist friends all live in a big house together, and they really do share everything. Including young lovers they picked up on the boat. <laughs> ruh -roh. During the day, they all take turns with you. And then go off to their jobs. <laughs> Georgie gets a job at the post office. But at night, they sit around talking about how to blow up the government. He gets an idea to send blow-up packages in the mail. 
Yeah, Jesus. We're, we're, we've been whisked back in time and into a terrorist cell, and we're just like, well, okay, you know, it is what it is. Sounds good to me. I'm just a kid. At first, you hope that you will be mysteriously snatched back to your own time, just as you were brought back to the past. But as the year goes... Oh, the years go by, Jesus. Uh-oh. But as the years go by, it looks more and more <laughs> unlikely. Georgie's friends treat you like a cross between a beloved only child and a fraternity mascot. And, and, and sometimes they try to pour beer into you to drink it out of you. Boys will be boys. <laughs> men will be men. Two boys. You may wake up in an anarchist house <laughs> wearing a, an old thatch suit. And you may ask yourself, where is my beautiful nemesis named Kay Mallet? <laughs> this, is not, this is not my beautiful nemesis. You just smile. You have ideas of your own about the future. The end. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Weird ending. Here's what I propose to do. I want to get one more ending out of this, but I want to f- scroll through the book, try to find the riddle, and then reverse engineer how to get to it. Okay, so Kay just whispered at us creepily to come along, and now we need to go with Kay. Listen, says Kay, and don't <laughs> say anything until I'm done. There's a treasure hidden somewhere in the statue. It's a secret. This, this voice is so scared. And if you tell anyone else, I'll make your life so miserable. You'll wish you'd never been born. I agree. I believe that threat. Yep. I believe it. She's going to cut our fingers off one by one. She's going to cut it, and then she's going to put salt in them. I found out about it from my great uncle Rex. Kay continues. When he was young, he was some kind of criminal. A snake criminal. <laughs> he... He, he smuggled snakes out of Ireland. In his belly. Wait, there were no snakes in Ireland. There's historically no snakes in Ireland. There's a whole saint about it. He was, he was the last one that St. Patrick kicked out. That's how St. Patrick did his thing. He, he hired a bunch of, like, Kay's uncles to go catch all the snakes. So, he, snake, uh, God. St. Patrick, I kept trying to call him Snake Patrick. Snake Patrick. <laughs> lost Snake Patrick and Patrick. Flesh Armstrong. Oh, man. That's another porn name, Snake Patrick. Oh, it totally Ooh, That's is. a good one. That's, that's, that is yeah, a good actually one. a good one. Yeah. Um, anyway, so Snake Patrick uh, signed a deal with the government to lead the snakes out of Ireland, but this motherfucker was trying to pick up that black market snake smuggling money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's like, is St. Patrick going to come into your backyard? Uh, I don't think so. I can come into your backyard. Snake Patrick doesn't care about the little man. I love Snake Patrick. Snake Patrick's so good. I want to call all like like a jolly old Snake Nicholas. Enjoy it this way, right? Saint is now Snake. The, snake Lewis. The Boondock Snakes. Boondock Snakes. Before he died, he told me he'd hidden something in the statue. A lady's face is her fortune, he said. But he wouldn't explain anything. He always likes to annoy people. Runs in the family. Yeah, seriously. Also, treasures in her face. Also, I sure hope she stops speaking soon because, ow, my voice. <laughs> she did have two lengthy paragraphs. You can guess which side of the family Kay got her personality from. It was the snake side. Yeah. But you keep quiet and she goes on. Fuck. For a while, <laughs> I forgot about the whole thing. But when this trip started, I remembered the piece of paper Uncle Rex once gave me. Why me? You ask suspiciously. If there really is a fortune, and I help you find it, you'd have to split it with me. Of course I would, Snake says sweetly. <laughs> did I say snake? You said yeah, snake. You, did. <laughs> <laughs> you said Kate. You... 
because I know you're smart and I know I can trust you. You never tell on anyone because when you do, they don't believe you. They always take my side. Because I'm the best kid. Best kid. Perfect kid. Perfect kid. It's my perfect form. (laughs) Now he has my plan. You intuit the rest. To give to give Mark's voice sort of a break. Here's my plan, she says, turning around and walking up the staircase. She does an interpretive dance. It's just a lot of snake gyrations. <laughs> you play a note on your flute and kind of sway back and forth, and she does it with you. Miss Linkowski is talking everybody up. Nope. Come on, Statue of Liberty. My kids are great. I promise. Don't eat them. Don't eat them up. Don't gobble my kids. They are the best. Talking them up to the statue. Miss Linkowski is taking everybody up to the base of the statue now, Kay tells you. I'll go with them, but first I'll give you my Uncle Rex's list of clues. You read it, memorize it, and hide it in your pocket or something. Or something. Or something. Just don't eat it. She points at your asshole. (laughs) <laughs> and winks Just points at your asshole that's a really specific like either you're wearing something uh, sort of non-traditional or that's a specific point I think she, she turns you around bends you over slightly and like kind of makes contact with her finger god she gestures as if towards your asshole Kay passes you an old yellowed sheet of folded paper and then follows the class here we go guys it's just a long one so get your memories oh, ready oh boy shit Okay. If you can count the rays of a star, read what is written stone, then you may see a lady's face much clearer than your own. Add one and one, twice, get two and two. The spiral shows the way. Go up two flights and come down one. Now count down like I say. With any luck, you'll step on it. Go on, it might be fun. If you can't solve these simple clues, I guess you're pretty dumb. Rude. So far, the poem doesn't make much sense to you, but you memorize it quickly and stuff the paper in your pocket. Then you hurry after your class. And then you eat the paper. Oops. (laughs) Crap, I was supposed to put that in my asshole. That's how it gets there. You press the elevator button. When you get out, you see your class just getting lined up to be counted. Three, four. You slip into place beside K just in time to be the last one counted. Five, I guess. We lost 20 kids. Yeah, it was a rough (laughs) elevator fight. Well, you know, those gusts of wind up at the top of the statue. Yowza. Yeah, we said don't stand too close. So, says Kay, what did you think of the poem? It's all numbers, you say, but they don't make sense. I know, says Kay. And what's the lady's face? What What do you mean, what's the lady's face? Kay. Face. Face has four letters. Four hmm. the number of points on a two. compass. And mm-hmm. the number of points on a compass. So if we smash two compasses together and then eat all the glass. <laughs> treasure! Treasure abounds. This was Kay's plot to kill us. Yeah. <laughs> By eating broken compass glass. It was a long way to get there, but like no one can blame her for it. You both look up. Those spikes in her crown are casting a shadow over her. They're not spikes, Kay says crossly. Weren't you listening to the ranger? He says you're in great danger because you carry the ring. Ranger danger. (laughs) They're supposed to represent the rays of the light of freedom shining forth. Suddenly she clutches your arm. That's it, the rays of a star. It's the rays of her crown. Count them, quick. 
Wait, you say? The treasure's getting away. <laughs> oh, did we say treasure? We meant that bird. It's a pigeon. Uncle Rex was insane. <laughs> if you think the spikes in the crown are the rays in the poem, turn to page 44. If you think the rays are somewhere else, turn to page 76. Man, you, you, it's, it's got to be the crown, right? It's got to be. They already said it was like rays pointing the light of freedom at Africa and Europe. That's right. It was. So rays, crown, 44. There are seven rays to the Statue of Liberty's crown. That's the first answer. What's next? Read what is written in stone, you tell her. Just then your teacher comes up to you. A nice view, kids, isn't it? <laughs> um, but just wait until you get to the top. Miss Linkowski's not going to make it to the top. Miss Linkowski <laughs> has a blood disease. You know, she could just, just be like uh, Lois Reitz's and sound like she's about to die, but actually not be on the, yeah, the brink Actually of death. be like in her early 60s and very healthy. Yeah. Listening to Lois Reitz's read a web address that starts with www is the most agonizing thing on public radio. Listening to Lois Reitz's while you're driving is a great way to almost get into a car accident because you're just worrying like, come on, lady, sit down for the love of God. Yeah. You're going to die. A, you need some sugar in you or something like you're, you're fading. You get an idea. If K can fool teachers, so can you. Miss Linkowski, you ask her. Aren't there some famous words carved around here somewhere? You've done it. You've fooled the teacher by asking her about the <laughs> thing you took a field trip to. You, You're a genius. You tricked her into doing her job. Yeah. Oh, you, you've tricked her by displaying the inquisitiveness and curiosity all teachers want to see in students. Later, you'll trick a cashier at McDonald's into giving you food for money. <laughs> to trade this worthless, stinky green paper for delicious hamburgers. Your teacher gets a happy look on her face. It worked like a charm. Why, yes, she says. You're thinking of Emma Lazarus's great poem about the Statue of Liberty. Before you can stop her, she begins to recite, and I am not you're doing this to, in her voice. You're about to stop her? She's going to tell you the fucking answer to the riddle that you needed, and you're like, whoa, 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 hold up. The thing is, what we really want is for her to point us towards it. And she's about to recite it by memory instead, just to show off. Oh, that's a waste well, no, of our says, time. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, we just need to see where it's at. Parents just don't understand. Golden door, you think? Could it be a clue? Uh, listeners, for those who just experienced me cutting that, I just cut the poem. It says "golden door" in there somewhere. It's the Statue of Liberty poem. Mark, leave it, leave it in, so people can learn something. Ahem, yeah. ahem. Coughs Miss Linkowski, coming out of her poetic trance. <laughs> she, had a, she, she has a poetic trance Her eyes roll back into her head Oh she, did I have I done prophecy again Her mouth is foaming She's like lying on the floor <laughs> it, was, it was a Diabetic coma But it's not, it's not a poem It's like uh, pour some sugar on me Or something like that <laughs> Of course it's all written down On a plaque attached to the statue Great, says Kay. Where? We'd like to see it. We really liked your poem. I'm not really sure, says Miss Linkowski, doubtfully. Kay takes you aside. I'll go one way, she says. You go the other. If you choose to look at the statue's head, if you choose to look around the base. I think we... Listen, I really want to go to the statue's head. I think it'd be a lot of fun, but we know it's got to be on the base, right? You prowl around the base of the statue until you see a large stone. On the stone is a bronze plaque. 
You realize that the only hiding place for clues is under the plaque between the bronze and the stone itself. That means you'll have to <laughs> pry the plaque off the rock, which is illegal, so you go home. Yeah, it's super the not right thing to do. Please don't do this, every kid who ever read this book. Yeah. You get out your jackknife and begin to dig around the edge of the plaque. We're one of those kids who carries a knife on his field trips. That's we just carried super. a knife into a national, like, park? Yeah, it's 1986. It's a different time. Yeah, I guess so. Suddenly you hear terrible snarling behind you. You turn in time to see a ferocious golden retriever dog about to leap on you. Help, you shout, but it's too late. You jammed your knife into its throat. <laughs> Kay watches from the staircase, rubbing her hands together. <laughs> More dogs come and you, you murder them all one by one. Pretty soon it's just a pile of dead dogs and you're covered in dog blood. And Mysterio lifts his spell and you see the bodies of your <laughs> classmates around you. And you look in the glass surface of the display window and you are Kay Mallet! What the fuck, Mysterio? Spider-Man <laughs> Far From Home, in theaters now. <laughs> Good girl, Tally! You hear someone say, a park ranger is standing with a dog, patting her. Gee, you say instantly, I wasn't doing anything. The ranger seems to believe you. On the other hand, he doesn't let you out of his sight for the rest of the day. When you get back to your class, you see Kay looking grim. She hasn't had any luck either. We've gotten two poems today, she mutters, and no treasure. And if you say anything about the treasures of poetry, I'll break your nose. The end. <laughs> Man. Overall, I'm going to say pretty okay book. Yeah. There's, pro there's probably better endings in the past than the one where you just live with a bunch of peaceful anarchists. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I want to, I would want to hold out for the national treasure ending. I think it's in there somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or, or, or the ending that absolutely confirms that Rex is full of shit and that, and right. to watch the, def the defeat in Kay's face as the only person she ever trusted also betrays her. Which one was Rex? The uncle uh, who wrote the poem oh. with the yeah, yeah, yeah. treasure. Snake uncle. Yes, Uncle uh, Snake Patrick. <laughs> well, yeah, but, uh, you know, he always gave her these riddles to treasure, but it was just to get her out of the house because mom and dad were fighting again. Right. He, they lived in Philly, but he gave her a riddle about a treasure in New York so she would just, like, get the fuck out and maybe never make it back. <laughs> and she never did. <laughs> she, she became Laura Croft, Tomb Raider. <laughs> Laura Croft, Snake Princess. <laughs> <laughs> Man, whatever. I'm naming every future D&D character S Snake Patrick. Snake Patrick. Flesh Armstrong <laughs> and Snake Patrick. <laughs> yeah. In. Dick Problems. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be something Dick gross. Dick Problems. Hey, guys. Dick Problems here. <laughs> Dick Problems presents. <laughs> Dick Shoes. Dick Shoes? Well, it's like Dick and... Issues, like dick issues, but I combined them and then I just made <laughs> dick shoes, which are obviously footwear. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. That about does it for this week's uh, adventure, the Statue of Liberty adventure. Um, I think we all learned a little something about history and about ourselves. Uh, so until next time, I'm Ian. I'm Thelsa Dune. <laughs> and I'm Snake Patrick. <laughs> and remember, always choose responsibly.
So anyway, okay. Flesh Armstrong. Yeah. Flesh, Flesh Armstrong. Armstrong. <laughs> it's the world's least subtle porn name. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, I don't think it works as a porn name. It's too gross. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is that. Flesh is third arm gross. long. But that's, I mean, that really only works if you are already thinking of Flesh Armstrong, right? Flesh Harmstrings. <laughs> Har- harmstrings? Harmstrings. <laughs> flesh Hard Thong. Flesh Ramrod. Flesh Boner oh, Man. <laughs> Dick Dick Haverson. <laughs> <laughs> Boner hard tack. Welcome to our wheelhouse, boys. We're in it. (laughs) I'm Ian. I'm Penis Dingums. (laughs) It's not a a good porn name. No, I was on the spot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I'm just, okay, all right. Yeah.